This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, that was four hours of show, but we can probably skip over that 30-minute section where Rachel and Gabby take out a chalkboard and recap how they feel about each man in Correct. extreme detail. So uh, so that's good. So we can roll through that. What else? We're on a kind of a tight deadline, so we got to take our daughter to dance, gang. God save the queen. <laughs> oh, first we got to talk about the queen. R.I.P., hey, yo, bitty. <laughs> I hope Diana's up there waiting for you. <laughs> Ready to just chase her around in a car, yeah. Oh, too soon. Too soon for the queen or no, Diana? too soon for Diana. Oh, yeah, sure. The queen is fine. Uh, yeah, boy, people are real people that I wouldn't have expected to be super upset about right. it or super upset and about like, it. And, like, what do you... I, I feel like there's a difference between... It's like when my grandmother, whom I love yes. deeply... But when she dies, like, she's 98. I mean, she lived a great life. Yeah. We're going to be sad. But I feel like some people are like, it's too soon. Right. Like, really? <laughs> Why do the good die so young? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if you're sad about the queen, you can be sad about the queen. I'm not glad that the queen is dead. but You feel what you feel, and those feelings and those are feelings real. those feelings are real. Yeah, absolutely. You feel what you feel, and those feelings are real. Uh, boy, let's get to the feelings. But if you're sad about the queen, your feelings are stupid. <laughs> They're real stupid. <laughs> down, down with the monarchy. <laughs> you are pointless and you should not exist. <laughs> you are an atrocity It upon is an humanity. antiquated <laughs> system. Correct. Correct. All right. Yeah. So we've gotten that political, that hot political We've really take isolated of all of our British listeners. All of our British listeners. Hmm. Boy. Good day, mate. <laughs> Hello, Gumna. Okay, so uh, you got some shout-outs for us. Well, speaking Let's shout out the living. Speaking of British. British. We've got a shout-out from, this is going to be a little bit of a long-winding connection. It's from oh, good. Tofu Gestapo, okay. who told, tells us that her real name is Allison. Oh, Allison. Whoa, oh, this things is, are getting intimate. This is exciting. It's like when you found out Mr. Big's real name on Sex in the City. Yeah, yeah. John. Wasn't it John, the most boring name well, in the world? Well, that fits big. I mean, I feel like But it should have been a little basic. more powerful mm, i think john is the ultimate power name john yeah nah. yeah no yes. no way ultimate power name is uh oh i don't even yeah know see because it it's, it's john john is basic as shit it's yeah. basic but it's powerful nah. it's basic power anyway <laughs> okay, I'll think of the most gestapo's name. name is allison and her husband's mom is Austrian. Oh, okay. Good day, mate. Wait, that's Austrian. Throw another shrimp on the barbie. Not, not Australian. Austrian. That's the joke. Okay, I just wanted to make sure Let's I not. I heard it correctly. Yeah. Austria. <laughs> well then, <laughs> good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Let's not. Um, and she says that she calls Market Le Marquet because of that. Oh, I mm-hmm. see. Okay, well, that's good to know. And let's see. That's our first shout-out. Okay. Our second shout-out uh, goes to Aim Dame, who's down for a Here for the Wrong Reasons meet-up in Salem Spooky. Oh, yeah. Like, we could do a ghost tour. We could do, like, 20 minutes of research and then do a ghost tour for all our fans. Mm-hmm. I'm into we it. We could invite Elise. I like it. <laughs> We've summoned a spirit here. I've been here for 400 years. It's been 84. 
<laughs> I'm going to knock over the table with the love spell on it. And she says that her husband is from Boston, so we could make fun of his accent oh, when yeah. we come to Salem. I have one question for you. Both Are husband. you a rat? Are you a cop? <laughs> Um, oh and then I think our next shout out crosses over because it's to the other staffy. side. Yeah, it's uh, we're crossing over. <laughs> this takes us right back to Salem again. It's Steffi, who I believe also less, left us an actual review. So she's I've got going that covered. to. Yeah. yeah. OK, I know. Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm just saying we're a partnership. Took a sip and almost choked on your drink so that you could say that's mine. Oh, God, I got it's that mine. one. I got that one pulled up. Uh, she says that. Um, Tino to her looks like Russ from Friends, and I definitely see that completely. Oh, interesting. There's an Russ, episode where there's a Russ who dates Rachel, who's like the Ross knockoff. Yeah, yeah. and it and it is. You wouldn't think it because I don't think that Tino looks like David Schwimmer, but he does look like Russ. Ooh, this is I like this wrinkle. Yeah, I like it, Steffi. Good job. Um, Steffi. she also is talking about how we looked. She said she finally got to see us in person oh. now that she follows us on Instagram. Um, Anna, you look similar to how I imagined. Gorgeous, of course. Of course. Ryan, predictable as always. A huge disappointment. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, a disappointment in terms that I was way less handsome than she she expected? Absolutely kidding, but you look nothing like I imagined from listening to your voice since finding the pod over a year ago. In my head, I was imagining a cuter, nerdy version of Ryan Stiles. I don't know who that is. Do you know who that yeah, is? Yeah, Ryan Stiles is the. Um, oh, this is the Drew tone Carey. you use when you don't actually know who. No, somebody. no, it's he's on do Drew Carey and whose line is it anyway? Oh, oh, he's real tall. Oh, that yeah. guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, Ryan looks nothing like nothing him. like Ryan Stiles. Thank uh, God. She said, "By no means are you an uggo. Just not what I was expecting." You yeah. know, it's funny because one of my high school friends had like a massive crush on Ryan Stiles. <laughs> That was like one of her Ew. celebrity crushes, Christina, that girl that I liked. Yeah, so I wish I would have looked more like that Ryan Styles because then I, yeah, because then I could have gotten with her. Yeah. Um, that's not the first time that a listener has told us that you don't match your voice. No, I don't match my voice at all. I mean, we got the person saying that I sounded like John Mulaney. We got the person commenting on one of our Facebook posts that mm-hmm. I don't match my voice. Hmm. I think I match my voice. It's a hard thing to gauge. Yeah, but like, you, I think you match your voice a little better. I don't know. No, do I? Yeah, how do you match I don't think a voice? So. Well, like, think about how like Terry Gross matches her voice, right? For instance, I don't think so. Like, I feel like the first time I saw Terry Gross, I was like, "What the fuck?" Really? That's just because she's a. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. You gotta factor that in. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who else matches their voice really well. I guess it's hard to think of only like radio personalities. Mm-hmm. Do the car talk guys match their voices? I don't know. What do they look like? I don't like? know. I just, always picture like the Mario just Brothers. Just a couple of Bostonians. <laughs> it's Leonardo the DiCaprio actual... <laughs> and Mark Wahlberg's characters in The Departed. But like way older. Like those guys in like 30 years. Like they should be hanging out at the Cheers bar. Hey, you know who is a radio personality that matches his voice? Who? Casey Kasem. Yes. <laughs> Casey Kasem looks like the human embodiment of that voice. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. I feel like Howard Stern matches his voice. Yeah, I agree. But yeah. again, then you're like, does he or have I just always right. have associated I just associated his right. voice? This sounds like an academic experiment just waiting to happen. Oh, this is ripe for scholarly I'm gonna, research. I'm going to run this experiment. It's not in my field at all, and I don't have the methodological expertise. But guess but what, who bitches? Cares? I have tenure. <laughs> I do what I, I want. I can do whatever I like. I mean, they're not going to publish it, but I can do whatever I like. NSF grant, $250,000 later. All right. Uh, we got a very nice review. Probably from Steffi. Probably from Steffi, um, who thinks that I'm an uggo. Oh, in fact, she actually uh, uses the word uggo here. Yeah, Ryan is an uggo, but five stars. So this is a five-star review called The Dynamic Duo. Thank you for the Batman reference, Steffi. These two, OMG, love them. Love it. They're so funny, and I don't care if they call someone an uggo. I'm here for it. I love that even though they've decided not to stay together, they're doing it for the pod. That's right. That's the only reason. <laughs> that's the only thing we've got. That, two kids. I mean, the kids are really secondary, investments, though. But that's really the only thing nah, that we're worried that'll about. That'll all yeah. get disentangled at some point, but this podcast <laughs> this is pod here is to stay. forever. Actually, big announcement, guys. We've decided to parent trap this. <laughs> <laughs> By which I mean we are not getting back together, but we're each taking one of the kids. <laughs> 
and we're going to make them forget about the other one. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Lyle it's is better 10, that way. Like, it's better. She doesn't yeah. even have a core memory at this point. <laughs> uh, so my other shout out is to Jessica, Snoop's wife. Oh, who right. may or may not actually be listening, even though I sent Snoop the link. So multiple, we'll find out. Multiple links, I believe. No, just one. Just, just one. one. I, I badgered him about it a few times, but I only <laughs> sent him one link. So this is the test to see if she's really listening or not. So hi, Jessica, if hey, you're Jessica, listening. Yeah, thanks. thanks. Uh, tell your husband thanks for kicking Ryan's ass. Uh. <laughs> he really does. All right. So let's, uh, let's get into this show. You all right? Excuse now, me. now who's I'm the one drinking burping a sparkling into the, ice? And man, this thing mic. is carbonated. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it's not uh, so much fun when you're the one burping into the mic and everyone's pointing. All it right, out. I have five pages of notes, so I can't even imagine what you have. Okay, um, let me see. Again, my spacing has been crazy lately, and I also had to take twenty minutes off of taking notes to eat my fettuccine after class the other day. Eight pages of notes. Jeez. All right, let's get going. Okay, let's get moving. Fantasy sweet dates. Yep. Um, Rachel and Gabby open up talking, and they both at various points in this episode, especially Rachel, note that this is where everything went wrong or haywire, yes. as she says. Haywire. That's what the kids say these days. Which is true, because Clayton boned everybody, said I love you to everybody, right. and then was like, Oh, actually, guys. just Susie. Ooh, wait, yeah. no, Rachel and Gabby, oh, you too. Susie yeah, right. left. I love you. Oh, wait, no, she's back. Never mind. I fucking forgot that Susie existed. Okay, Taylor Swift. <laughs> I forgot you existed. And I thought that it would bug me, but it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, how could it bug you? Because you forgot. Uh-huh. If it was bugging you, you would remember. I don't think that's even the word. It's that a she paradox. Uses. I thought that it would. I thought that I would miss you, but I didn't. Is that well, it? we'll just yeah. put it. Put a little bit of that in right here. <laughs> I forgot that you existed And I thought that it would kill me but it didn't Break me off a piece of that <laughs> fancy feast <laughs> um, So yeah, this is where it went haywire This is one of the many places where things go haywire for our ladies Things have really been going haywire all season long yeah, for them yeah. um, Including in this episode Gabby says that what she'd love to do in the fantasy suites is say Let's play, let's giggle, let's chase each other around naked uh, I have my notes that uh, it's hard to tell whether she wants to do that with ga- with uh, Rachel or the guys. Well, she did see uh, Rachel and said, is that my two favorite things, Rachel and champagne? Well, then later Rachel says, we're going to go have our big moments and make more connections and chase each other naked. And she like makes direct eye contact with Gabby. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. How mm-hmm. did I miss that? Yeah. How about it? Yeah. So this was basically just a rehashing of how they feel yeah. about all of the blah-dee-dee, guys. Blah-dee-dee, blah uh, let's get to our first bang. Let's do it. The first, let's go in with a bang. All right. Yes, because Gabby says, I know what I want, dick. And so she and Eric are having a date together. Yeah. And for someone that wants dick, Gabby really got screwed over in this whole episode, I will say. <laughs> she got screwed in she the wrong way. She did not yeah. get a lot of what not she came to Not a lot of what she came for. for. Yeah. So they go first to the cenotes. C-note. Is it cenote? No, she said cenote. 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 Yes. I believe it's pronounced cenote. <laughs> <laughs> On yes. Real Housewives, they call it a cenote. Oh, okay. They, uh, yeah, she said cenote. I can't um, imagine that Ramona Singer is giving an <laughs> an insensitive pr- mispronunciation of a of Mexican, a Spanish word. Yeah. Yes. So in honor of that, let's play. Can Ramona pronounce it? So Gabby had a move that I liked, where she told Eric that the sign said "Take off your clothes" um, in Spanish, even though it did not say that. I thought that was kind of cute. Um, little playful banter for I, later yeah, on. Yeah, I like yeah. this whole date. Um, yeah. They, uh, boy, the black box people are working fucking like, overtime. Like, what the hell is Gabby's bathing suit? Is her ass just hanging out? I mean, I feel like they be. do it at this point just to, like, be assholes Right, about well, it. to, like, be like, what? what is she wearing? It's a bathing suit right. bottom. Right. right, like, what? how bad is it? Like, yeah. Or I mean, I don't know. Is it? Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, Rachel's swimsuit... Showed a little bit of ass. Yeah, for sure. And they and were they fine with it. I They're like, like, here's they part did of her it to ass. Gabby because yeah. she's rough around the edges. Oh, right. Uh, rough around the ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, They create an obvious metaphor in saying that jumping off the levels is like a lot like falling in love. It's a huge leap of faith. They beat us over the head with said metaphor several, several times. Gabby says, my heart is telling me to leap, but it's so scary. That might be about more than this jump. Then she tells him, why don't you just go and then I'll come (laughs) later. (laughs) Um, so they finally jump and, um, she, they go to the night portion of Mm -hmm. the date. She says that overnights are where things really become real because you bone. Because you bone become real sexy. Um, she talks about her parents separating a little more. Mm -hmm. So I don't think we even knew this yet. That her dad was in the Air Force. Yeah, I don't remember that detail. So, Maybe that's been given before. Yeah, I don't but, think so, yeah. though. Um, which is impressive because we've gotten a lot of details about why Gabby is so unlovable. <laughs> and she she was just waiting to dole this one out till later. Um, her mom worked two jobs, so she did a lot of growing up on her own. Um, and I mean, Eric says, "I'm in love with you, Gabby. I do not want to leave here without you." And she says, I see a future with you. I really, really appreciate you. I am falling in love with you. Yeah, she did say that. How but about she didn't that? say, I love you. Yeah, no, no And we later know. she we says, know. I'm, I want to save that for the person that's yes. there at the end. Yeah, so she gets to say, I'm falling in love with you. She also says earlier, I just want to catch this real quick. I just want to crawl inside you to Eric. Yeah. Is that sexy talk? Is or is that it like, sexy, like... Is that like I want to cut you open and Hannibal wear your Lecter, skin? Exactly. Yeah, it yeah. rubs the lotion <laughs> on the skin. Uh, she also sh- says, I want to shed every last wall. I want to give us both a chance to really feel each other's love. <laughs> yeah, well, and um, Eric says the next morning when they come downstairs and they both say, whoa, as they're coming downstairs, Eric says, I got to see the raw Gabby. Well, to that note, Gabby says, I feel like I should cook. So I'm thinking that somebody is not a uh, Clayton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Eric Why, uh, earned that breakfast. He earned, yeah, <laughs> you feel like you should cook he, for someone. Yeah, you, he worked for that something. meal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he saw the raw Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good for him. And then uh, Gabby, later unrelated to the cooking, says, I'm going to throw up because she is concerned. Um, She knows how strong those words are. She has more work to do on herself. She's scared. Yeah. And she says, uh, I mean, Eric is clearly struggling with leaving. Um, He says that she feels confused. And later we learned that they had like big talks in the fantasy suite about how Oh, Gabby sleeping with other men is cheating. I mean, come on, Eric. What show are you on? Right, exactly. You know what's up. Yeah, you know what's up here. Nobody promised exclusivity. You know what's going on. Um, so meanwhile, Tina... Does that strike a little bit of a chord with some of them? No, I'm just <laughs> no. saying, like, we keep going over this. Yeah. Where, and, it's and the same again every season. Again. Like, oh, you, of course it's hard. Yeah, well, and all... That's what she said. <laughs> um, but it, again and again, we go through this... And, I mean, we went through it earlier this season, and the bottom line is, like, I get it. Like, I wouldn't want to be in this situation. But that's why you wouldn't go on the right, show. Right, that's why I wouldn't go on the show. Yeah. Well, and I have some larger show commentary that I uh, was oh, going to get to you. Oh, this guy was worked up about oh, it. Oh, I was worked up about it. He's Do you want got, it now, or you want my rant I mean, now, I or guess, later? I guess. T- take it out. But All right, I'm going to get it out. Get it out, yeah. I'll get it out. I'll We're get it out. We're working under a deadline. Okay, so at what point are we just going to stop pretending like this is a viable way for people to get engaged and married like it's just gotten stupid well. at this point it has like it could to be a little like secret about this show you <laughs> like so much it sucks well the point my point is like this seems like a perfectly fine way to find a boyfriend for nine to twelve months yeah but that's not then you don't get the neil neil lane ring well i know but like all these people like beating themselves over the head to be like why can't i be ready to be engaged why can't you be ready to be engaged why am i so unlovable like you're not unlovable it's a stupid rigged show i think on this season too they even had less time like yes. it feels like it was shorter well if well it feels because they had to kind of like divide up their right. time and so everything. like no yeah. shit jason's not there right of course like that's a perfectly reasonable thing now my analogy was this is like going to the fair and like trying to win the ring toss and when you don't win you're like god what's wrong with me i'm such a bad ring thrower 
Like but it's the reality is it's rigged yeah. because the rings are too small and the bottlenecks are too big. Exactly. Right. You get it. I get you it. You get it. You know I what I'm it. saying. It's because they have like that handful of people that they're like, see, it works. Look at Sean Lowe and Catherine. Right. From uh, 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, and that's the same thing with the fit. Like, oh, a guy just won five minutes ago. Yeah. You know, like, oh, or every oh, once in a while. You see these assholes asshole. walking yeah, around right. with goldfish. Right. I saw this guy walking around with a giant teddy bear. Somebody must have won this thing. <laughs> they're plants. They're all plants. It's all a ruse. So that's my rant. Is all that. right. This is not a way to find a marriage, and we should just stop pretending that it is. Well, let me take you back to the show. Okay. Bring me back, please. Tino mm-hmm. is leaning over a balcony to somber guitar music. <laughs> I really enjoyed the various types of guitar music we got. Yeah. Latin guitar, somber guitar, yes. Um, we just get one shot of Tino to somber guitar music and then it goes to Avon. Yeah. It's like everybody remember that Tino's here and he's feeling sad. Well, but he um he gets the check in with Jesse. He does. Well, so we get to Avon, they're going on a yacht, so we get told that they're on this yacht. Okay, and okay. then we go back to Tino. Uh, Tino tells Jesse, my dad decided to really take an interest and ask some tough questions. Your dad was being a dick, yeah, Tino. That he didn't was not take taking, an interest. That's like, a nice, nice euphemism for your dad that, being I feel like asshole. that really, not surprisingly, struck a chord with sure, me. Sure, Now I can see why that might strike a chord. That's yes. not your dad taking an interest. Yes, right. No, and that's being, uh, yeah, that's, that's glossing over what's going on there. Well, and it's like we said last week like the problem with that hometown date with tino is that it appeared that most of their tough questions and ire and disdain were being geared towards rachel right. and not tino right it's like, like he's part of your this kid. kid he brought her home you know yeah. like <laughs> she didn't just pop in here yeah. by herself yeah tino also says it's beyond me sometimes that she wants to explore physical connections with other guys. This is torture. It's like being in the twilight zone. Like it's beyond do, you. Do, 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 do. Have you yeah. seen Avon? <laughs> it's really not that hard to figure out. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty clear why she wants to do this. Um. Meanwhile, Rachel and Avon are just talking about how great their hometown date went. Mm-hmm. It was um, so good. She's like, yeah. it was so nice to know that your family just accepted me. Sorry, Tino. Yeah, sorry, Tino. And Rachel tells Avon, I am falling in love with you. And he says, oh, my gosh. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I don't know. See? See? You can't uh, help yourself sometimes. All right, Greg Kinnear. <laughs> I can't help myself. I'm just saying, should I direct a lot of anger and frustration your She's way? She's burping. She's a burper. <laughs> um... Uh, Avon and Zach to me are like two versions of the exact same thing and it makes yeah. sense with Rachel and like I get it I feel like they're all basic there together mm-hmm. and then Tino feels just more like an outlier yeah right well he just feels he a little bit more like a bad boy like a you know he's not even a bad boy he's just like, like a, a brooder jerk. yeah brooder that's what I mean yeah like it's like that person that's always in a bad mood in high school and you think that it's like depth but they're just being a dick yeah right it's like there's you think it's like man something must be going on at home no they have a great home life they're just a jerk they're just like yeah that's just their personality brooding um let's see yeah Rachel says I'm falling in love with you to Avon the next morning we come down to peaceful music yes and Rachel tells us that Avon is the full package the full package oh I got that one what do you mean Rach yeah Does he have a big dick or what? Nope. He's just the full package. He's just a great guy. All yeah. around great guy. all around yeah. winner. All around great guy. Avon says multiple times that he's on cloud nine. And Rachel says to Avon, you're very chipper today. Yeah. Yeah. Bet you Wonder got why. Yeah. yeah must, <laughs> must be nice. <laughs> um, Tino date. They ride horses to a C-note. <laughs> Cenote. Cenote. So this is Hello. one of your literal nightmare dates. 
This reminded me of our um, Costa Rica yeah. debacle. Yes, that's what I no mean. No other word for it. Yeah, when you rode that, you rode that horse to a waterfall, having to ride a horse hole. to a magnificent waterfall in Costa Rica. What a nightmare! Well, and you came down crying. Like I, I remember, I was a little ahead of you, and you were on your horse just in <laughs> tears. But Tino did not fare much better than you at the beginning of this episode, at the beginning of this date, trying to ride his horse. Because mm-hmm. it's difficult, and horses are dicks. <laughs> did you think that she, part of her, assigned this date to see like what kind of rider Tino is, like like Western or English? Yeah, sure, or just kind of like how he handles. This Do you ride. know how to post? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see you ro- run some barrels. Um, Tino says he's trying not to what if himself. And he, but he also says that he can really feel the tension. He can feel Rachel pulling away from him, but he's not sure why. Maybe it was because your dad was a huge dick. Maybe it was because your dad took interest in her oh, he and really asked the tough questions. Took an interest. So, um, yeah, Tino had said that it's hard to wait while the other guys are trying to entertain her. That's a nice euphemism. Yeah, trying to entertain her. Are you not entertained, Let Rachel? Me <laughs> entertain you. <laughs> That's entertainment. <laughs> Um, at the night portion of the day, so they, I mean, they're kind of just awkward with each other in this cenote. Yes. Um, then the night portion of the date comes and, uh, they both say like, hopefully we'll be able to figure out this awkwardness later on tonight. Um, they, they kind of do like, they talk about the parent stuff. Tino is sweating bullets during this part. And not all of that was that it was hot. I feel like some of it was just that it's Mexico and some of it is that Tino's having an answer to some questions. Rachel's really taking an interest in asking tough questions right now. Uh, yeah. So Rachel says, what if we called them up and said, I'm engaged would be mad at you. Uh, and he's like, they'll come around. Yeah, Tina was which like, is no not, way, they'll be fine. Yeah, which is not a convincing answer They were at just all. joshing. Yeah, they're, they'll come around too. And they he's love like, I don't, you. <laughs> I don't see a reality where that doesn't happen. Um, and uh, Tino says that he's in love with Rachel. She, he says, I love you. Yeah. And she says, I love you too. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. And Tino says... It feels like it's overdue, but I'm so happy to say it. It's been like three weeks. Do yeah, you know, like, like how is it? Oh, this about? is technically Jeez. like your third date. That's why, like, the people that are ready to get engaged at the end of this are the monsters. Yes, like that's t- what I mean. Like Jason is totally yeah. normal. Yes. yes, right. Like t- it's always the terrible people. Yeah, and but then they did this weird thing with Tino where we don't get the morning after. There's got to be a morning after. What song? What musical is that? It's uh, it's that song. There's got to be a morning after. I'll put some of it in here right now. Okay. There's got to be a morning after. I don't think I'm singing it correctly. I can't. That's <laughs> it's shocking. about the morning after pill. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so edgy on oh, my hot mic. What won't what, he say? What won't Ryan say? Um, yeah, we don't get a morning after. I don't know how but it they went. Did. I don't know what to think of it unless they tell me what kind of music is playing. Exactly. Is did it they peaceful? make breakfast or is not? Is it somber? Yeah, right. Did they... Uh, Should Rachel cook for Tino? Right. Something tells me that Tino is more of a Clayton. Tino probably needs to cook for Rachel in the morning. Yeah. Who was the other one that that said not? Was it Batman? Batman doesn't go Well, down? no, so Batman, do you want me to explain this whole yeah, thing? Yeah, just so briefly. in the Harley Quinn cartoon, there was a scene of Batman pleasuring Catwoman. And right. the WB or HB or somebody was like, no, you got to cut that out. Heroes don't do that. Right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. Batman does that. Are you Yeah, kidding? Batman oh, does. Yeah. Spider-Man, probably not. No, oh, Spider-Man, definitely. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. He's eager to please. Superman not? Superman will... Nah, he's too clean cut. Do it, but he's not going to be great at it. Yeah. I think he's going to be That's a little tough. too awkward. It's going to be like that military guy. <laughs> like in, Spencer. On that, yeah, Spencer on that sex date. It's going to be like that. <laughs> He'll do it, but and it's going to be super fast too. I tell you who will do it. Who Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> who Johnny? But, but we'll never Johnny know. doesn't get the chance. Yes, yeah. I know. God, Johnny. Um, after we don't get a morning after with Tino, we just shoot to Do- Johnny, who says, 
we're going on a sailboat? Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they have some weird thing where they confuse a boat and a hamster. Did you catch this? Yeah, because Johnny is- says he used to have a Hobie cat, which is a little type of sailboat. It's like a, I think it's kind of like a sunfish almost. Okay. And she says, me too, like a hamster? <laughs> yeah, I was very lost in this situation. I, I couldn't yeah. tell if Gabby was trying to make a joke and it just didn't right, work. Didn't work. Or she genuinely yeah. was confused. Yeah. Johnny tells us that Gabby is the dopest girl I've ever hung with. Aww, oh, Johnny. Which he may not say that in another hour and a half. Are you 12? Gabby tells us that when I get cold things on my feet, I get thirsty. Um. Yeah, she says that that's from living in Colorado. Is that a thing? No, I don't believe so. Colorado <laughs> listeners, in, I did. You also lived in Colorado. I lived in Colorado for a short Colorado. time. Colorado. Colorado. And so in Colorado, that did not happen to me. I did not know anyone in Colorado who experienced that. But Colorado listeners... Please let us know how you feel about this. But you yourself did not live in Colorado long enough even to really learn the p- correct pronunciation we of it. We went through this before. Uh-huh. We did. <laughs> I don't believe either one of us was vindicated. <laughs> we were both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's, neither, it's not Cenote or Cenote. It's not Colorado or Colorado. Um, Johnny steals a line from Jack Nicholson. I caught this too. I put says, this in. says, you make me want to be a better man, but yeah. not enough to want to be engaged to you. Sorry. So I actually have in my notes that I thought this was a pretty like mature conversation. I did too, the two of them. but I also thought that it indicated that Gabby just wasn't that invested in Johnny. Sure, because yeah. they're basically having the exact same conversation that she later has with Nate, uh, Nate, uh, Jason. Uh-huh. But the reactions were vastly. Oh, different. sure, sure. But I think it was like. I agree. I just think it's nice to see two people have like a fairly mature conversation. Yeah, and she says like we're just in two different places. There's nothing to fix. It's just not going to work. Yeah, right. And and that's exactly that's what I mean. There is nothing to fix, right? He doesn't want to get engaged. He says it's hard for me to see getting to the point of engagement in two weeks. Correct, Johnny. Correct. Oh no, wait, that's Jason. Well, I was going to say, like, we get that. Johnny saying that. Um, he says he doesn't know if he can be ready for an engagement. He has to be honest. So they have that whole talk. And we're, I was kind of like, uh-oh. Yeah. And then we see Jason Minutes having later. a conversation with Jesse where he says he's also not ready to right. get engaged. Then cut immediately to Gabby saying, my heart is telling me that both Eric and Jason are ready for the commitment. Oh. And then she gets a note to meet on the bridge. I need meet to me see on the bridge. You. This is that Bridge of Spies Spielberg movie that I never saw, but I assume this is what happens. Mm. Is during the Cold War two people meet up to talk about whether they can bang other people or not. Whether or not it's cheating. Is it cheating or not? Yes. Um Eric is there and he actually I think first asked her to come to the bridge just as a sweet gesture. He right. said he needed to see her. Um he said um like I wanted just to let you know how I feel, but how he feels is that she should not be banging these other guys. Should not be banging guys. these other fellas. Yeah, should not be entertaining these boys. Not surprisingly, this does not sit well with Gabby. Well, and Gabby makes a good point, which is they had this conversation mm-hmm. off camera. And so it feels like Eric or the producers or somebody is like, wait, we need to do this on camera. Right. Because she even looks just confused. Like, she's like, we already talked about this. We talked about this. It doesn't sound like they resolved it. So I can also understand, like, maybe there was a need for a follow-up conversation. And I can understand just thinking, I'm going to say it again. (laughs) Sure, right. Like, I just really want to drive this point home. I just think we should still talk about this a little bit. (laughs) I really don't think you get it. (laughs) Yeah, well, and... um... I mean, again, we just, we go over this every season. We're going to go over this every season forever. It is almost to the point. I guess this is kind of what I was doing with the fair thing earlier, where it's like, this almost just seems like cruel at this point to like put people through this. Like, I know you're signing up for it. I know you know you're signing up for it. No one is going to have fun with this situation. Take it well. I get it. Nobody wants to be in this situation. I mean, there was even that scene where like somebody, was it Tino who was listening to like, or somebody was listening to them like giggle in the pool. 
Oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Who was it? It was Jason, It I was think. Eric having to listen to that's Jason it. and Gabby. That's it. Well, they were giggling in the pool. Yeah, and it was like, God, that's like really twisting the knife. Well, they've made it more that way in recent seasons, yeah. too. Like, they used to go to different locations for each fantasy suite right. date. And now they're just like, here you all are yeah, at the right. same resort. Here, Enjoy. In the, in the same hotel room. Yeah. yeah we, we washed the <laughs> we sheets, didn't even, maybe. Did we, though? Yeah, no, we don't we know. Didn't. Yeah, you can't quite it's tell. It's COVID. You can't get housekeeping. <laughs> So, yeah, I just think it's kind of cruel to put people in this situation, even though we all know it. And even though I don't agree, like it's not technically cheating, but it is an unpleasant situation to be in. Yeah. So Gabby says, I hope this doesn't end up in a big fat dumpster fire. I think that's really the quote of the season. Yeah. Right there. That should have just been right at the beginning of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Eric so we we end night one on that and then on night two we're still there with gabby and eric he comes back Ga- i'm sorry gabby comes back she eric takes a says minute. Yeah, yeah she takes a minute eric says that he fucked up and gabby says that she worked her ass off so that there isn't a questioning of good decisions and i do think that's right like yeah. it seems like gabby has taken every step she needs to be approaching this in a way that's respectful but where she's also still in control of her own journey. Yes, yes. And then later in the episode, she says of Jason, um, like I've I'm paraphrased, but it was like, I feel like I've been so careful with him and he, he was reckless with me. Yes. And I think that's that true. That sounds fair. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. So Jason and Gabby play some tennis. Oh, well, we should wrap up. So oh, Eric. Eric and Gabby, yeah, yeah. they wrap up their conversation. I mean, uh-huh. she says she was mad uh, that they had to rehash it again because it's exhausting and it's unfair. Um, and she says that they've struggled with communication and this kind of like highlights that. Yes. Well, and also, again, it still doesn't seem like it's resolved. No, it doesn't. You know, it's just they, they've both said how they feel, which is a good step one. You feel what you feel and your feelings are real. Right. You feel what you feel. And those feelings are real. But uh, we haven't really gotten beyond that to some sort of resolution. So then she does go off to play tennis with Jason. Yep, Tenny- tennis anyone? Anyone for tennis? Uh, as one of our listeners said, maybe Aim Dame, God, who said this? They said, finally, a date that Anna would like. That's true, actually. Yeah, finally. Well, and they did it. She did it in a cute way where she was like, I want to do something that I'm really good at. And then they yeah. get to the tennis court. Like, I thought that was cute. She said that she wanted Jason to smack her in the ass with a racket. That was, these two are cute together. Again, like these, these two would be great to date casually yeah, for a while. Yeah, but we think that and even Gabby thinks that. But Jason is the one that's like, I don't see a future with you. I don't know that we would be together in the real world. Like he really blows up in yeah, this episode. Yeah, no, that is true. Um, yes, because he's first is sort of like, he can't quite tell what's going on with your hand there. Is everything I know, okay? It yeah. hurts. Oh, I'm I sorry. Did something to oh, it. What'd you do? Well, I don't know. I tennis, hurt my paw. A tennis injury. I hurt my paw. Oh, we're gonna have to get a cone around your head to <laughs> chew at it. All right. So um Gabby or Jason says to be completely honest and transparent. I don't think I'm fully there yet. It's hard to see for Is me this to when s- they're in the pool? I th- I don't know. Again, I was eating fettuccine, so my notes are a little spotty right here. But he says at one point, it's so hard for me to see that right now within this bubble because I feel like you don't even know who I am completely and I don't fully feel like I know who you are. Yeah. Correct. That is, a, that is accurate. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just felt like Gabby was even giving him the chance to just be like, let's see where this goes at the end of this. And he was like, no. Right. Well, so there's... This whole situation where he's kind of blaming like the presence of the microphones and cameras. Like, but then they do you go, buy that? No, yep. because then they go to the fantasy suites mm-hmm. and she's like, essentially, once the cameras went away, he doubled down on yes. it. And it sounds like he was even like more of a dick. Well, of course, because the cameras weren't yeah, on. Yeah. So. so it sounds like he, she says, um, once we got behind closed doors, we were talking in circles. We couldn't agree on anything. Uh, yeah, so we get a we get to see <laughs> their quote unquote fantasy suite. The bed is definitely still made. Yes, it is not mussed up. They did not chase each other around naked, giggling. The music is somber. Ooh, that and is Tino not isn't peaceful. even there. It's Tino's brooding music. <laughs> That's Tino's theme song. It's played by the uh, Frozen Embryos. 
And again, it's a little bit like I am a little torn. I mean, one of the things that he said, because she's like, basically, you have to be able to buy into the like romanticism right. of the show. But he and he's like, well, I'm a realist. Well, then why are you on this Correct. show? Like, Correct. I mean, that's what it comes down to is this. I don't know that anyone should do this, but it takes a very special person like, to do this. Zach is fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just be Zach. Yeah, all right. All you have to do is be a Zach or an Avon, and you're good. You're good to go. All right. And then uh, so Jason, they talk after, and Jason says, this is it, and apologizes. And Gabby says, apologizing doesn't lessen the blow. Well, she's like, you don't have to apologize, but, like, I feel like you've been leading me on. And, it, you know, at one point she's like, it would have been nice to know. Yeah, right. A little bit of nice to know that a little bit sooner. Yeah. And this is when she really starts taking it hard. And I get it. She's like, I don't know what it is about me that's so hard to love. But again, this is where I'm saying, like, that's you're probably not hard to love, Gabby. Like, it's this television program. Well, or she maybe does, she is. I mean, like, maybe she not does hard to love, say. but like, that she has challenges in relationships. But this is not an adequate test of whether you're lovable or not. She says it's not even that he didn't want an engagement. He didn't want me. And I guess that's the difference that she sees between Johnny and Jason. It's like with Johnny, it wasn't anything about Gabby personally. He just wasn't ready to be engaged. But with Jason, it feels more personal. Jason seems like he you're a little rough around the edges, Gabby. Yeah. (laughs) Turns out I don't like that. And then, so this is about 58 minutes into the second night show. Rachel appears. Yeah. Yeah, I had kind of forgotten that she existed. For I a forgot while. that you existed. <laughs> wasn't and I love, thought it that it would hate, kill it me, but it didn't. There, it's, I thought that it would kill me, but it thought didn't. thought it would kill me, but it didn't. Okay. I forgot that you existed. And I thought that it would kill me, but it didn't. And it was so nice. So peaceful and so how do you feel about that slant rhyme of nice and a weird pronunciation of quiet isn't that what it is yeah it's a slant rhyme a little leaning on some of that assonance yeah a little oh leaning heavy on that assonance (laughs) and back that assonance up (laughs) okay so rachel's on the show um they she has her date with zach they do tequila shots. Uh, Zach does not seem equipped to handle the tequila. No, he does not. He, they talk about their parents. Zach's parents took a 20-day road trip in an RV and didn't fight once. Zach's like, oh, he also says, I don't know that I've ever raised my voice ever in an argument. Fuck you, Zach. Bullshit, Zach. I raise yeah. my voice every hour. <laughs> <laughs> On the hour. It's like Big Ben. Yep. Yeah. It must be three o'clock. Anna's raising her voice. Time to yell at you, motherfuckers. Uh, Zach, in is claiming something that he appears to believe is a positive, says of him and Rachel, we have no rhyme and reason for anything we do or say. (laughs) And this is why he likes her so much. I just feel like Zach is like... He, you know who Zach reminds me of? Who? John Hamm's character in uh, 30, 30 Rock. Rock. Yeah, yes. sure. Yeah. Because he's like, bubble. my mom was so cool in high school. We would just like grill out. She would order the whole gang pizza. Yes, right. Like my house was the hangout spot. I feel like he would be like, one time they only had cheese and it was a real setback. Like, right, that's it was the a kind real of, hard life for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so they uh, they eat some grasshoppers, and I thought of you because they look at skeleton love art. I did. I saw yeah. it, and I was like, "Ooh!" Anna's got a hello, whole nice skeleton. display of skeletons yeah. here. The theme to my new rental house now that we are separated is death, <laughs> love, and death. The darkness. <laughs> All right, so we get a fortune teller talking to Rachel, saying she's worried about the past, but the future is positive. Future's so bright, she's got to wear shades. Uh-huh. And uh, Rachel tells uh, Zach that she was a bit off. Hope you didn't notice. And he's like, that's okay. I didn't notice, but it's right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Zach also says that what Clayton did is obviously the worst thing a man can do. That's a strong statement, Zach. It wasn't great. I'm not defending Clayton here, but that's the worst thing a man can do. You've got Hitler, and then you've got Clayton. Well, they both had a thing for coats. (laughs) (laughs) 
So are we moving into the spend the night portion? Well, we are. And Zach says, oh, Lord. going uh, into a night like this, what's to come is what excites me. Not you, buddy. <laughs> not you. Man, you can just tell that morning after it is awkward. Yes. Zach's drinking coffee and he says, that's a good cup of joe. Oh, Jesus. Ooh. But also that's just him. He's like, I love it I when know. you can At taste the I know. At first I was like, maybe that's just Zach. Like, yeah. he's awkward and doesn't have a personality. But then the longer it went on, the yes. more you could just tell that it was... I couldn't tell at first, did they sleep together and it was terrible? Right. Apparently that's not the case. Um, they did bone, right? No, they I don't think... Okay, they uh-uh. didn't at I think they just okay. had this conversation about how... Zach is too young for Rachel because he's only 25, which would make sense, except Rachel's 26. Right. Like, what the hell? How old is Avon? Yeah. Yeah. How old are these other guys? How old was that 12-year-old that she was hanging out with for a while? (laughs) Uh, No, and also, like, going back to what Gabby said, like, this would have been a great thing. Avon's 28. But I mean, sti- what? no, yeah, yeah, correct. This whole thing of Gabby being like, that would have been good information to get earlier. Like, same, Rachel. Like, what are you doing? Like, you knew how old he was the whole time. Yeah, it's not like he got younger. <laughs> He's not Benjamin Buttoning this whole situation. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> He's uh, like more. He I ages mean, in reverse. Tino's 27. Like, right. Oh, Tino's full, full name is Justino. Ooh, Whoa. I actually would like that. Justino. It reminds me of that girl I went to school with, Justina Quackenbush. I do rem- I have not met Justina Quackenbush, but that Correct. is a fabulous That's name. That's a name. That is a fabulous name. Yeah, I mean, you can tell that Zach honestly is mad. Like, yeah. he's about to raise his voice. Yeah, for the first time ever. What That's how bad it is. What if he raises his voice on the live after the final Oh, rose? and it's like a historic moment because he's, he's never like, done. That's what's so shocking. Aww. That's the shocking thing that happens. When we were growing up, we had a book about a dog that got rescued and he never barked. And the book was called Only One Wolf. And at the end of the book, he barks. And that's going to be Zach. But is it like his dying bark? No, I think he... (laughs) (laughs) He barked and then he died. It's more of a croak. (laughs) Whoa. I think he just barks the one time. Okay, that's all He doesn't die. He's just like, I'm good. I'm good. You know what? I did it. It's off my bucket list. Now I can return to not barking. I'm going to look that book up. All right. So um, Rachel brought up fears about Zach not being ready for marriage. Oh, look, there it is. We should order that book. Oh, only one wolf. It looks like Bucky. Oh, Katie, if you're still listening to our podcast, uh, it it looks looks like Buck. It looks like Buck. Oh, but who has barked more than once for sure. Yeah, a couple times. (laughs) Yes. All right. So Zach says they were talking about religion, politics, all that stuff. And then uh, it turns bad and Zach goes to talk to Jesse and starts to tear up. He does. He cries. I feel like Zach is just like he said. He's like we act. We seemed like two strangers. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen this conversation. Oh, I know. Well, also Zach says when the cameras were away, it felt like she was not showing her true self. I think it's the opposite, bud. I think the opposite is how it. I don't know though. Like, why? He's like it was really shitty. Like. But, but why would we assume that the on-camera Rachel is the true Rachel and the off-camera Rachel is the pretend Rachel? I feel like people usually assume. Yeah, that's true. We I don't usually know. do that backwards or like the other way around. Yeah, of course. Yeah. She's been putting on a show for the cameras and then... And then as she really digs in, she gives more than one wolf to Zach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's woofing. <laughs> Call her Arsenio Hall because she's woofing. <laughs> Cut to Gabby real quick. And uh, she says, it's right in front of my face. My person might not be here. Jesse drops the big bombshell to Rachel that Gabby will not be joining her at the rose ceremony. Um, Zach, meanwhile, pulls uh, Rachel aside before the rose ceremony. Gabby, I'm just trying to get all this stuff in here because we got a lot of rapid fire action at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, Gabby goes to talk with Eric. Um, She says, you're the only one left. And they do a lot of rapid kisses. Mm -hmm. And someone says, this is freaking amazing. Is that Eric or Gabby? Um, I don't know. I have in my notes that she says it feels so good and incredibly meant to be. So Gabby, yeah, Gabby says it feels good and incredibly meant to be. And then when we get back from commercial, we don't get the rose ceremony we were promised. We get Jesse Palmer. This is where it really went off the rails for Ryan. Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) He said, hey, Jesse Palmer here. 
I know you're not who I expected to see, or you who I'm not who you expected to see. I feel like I haven't seen you so mad about something since you were going off about the uh, the Disney vault system <laughs> so many years ago. Well, this was just like they just needed to fill time. It was like things have been so emotional, so no, dramatic. No, he knew that you needed a break. And look, you did. You're losing your mind. About this, though. No. The thing that made me emotional no, was Jesse, Jesse was telling right. me to calm down. You needed to take down. a step back. You need to calm down. No, the step... No. The, you need to calm T-Swift. down. There's a T Swift lyric for You're every being occasion. Too loud. I, I am being too loud. I You're usually like am. Zach raising your voice. Now <laughs> well, no, you have doesn't. one wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he said we felt it was appropriate to take a moment to prepare ourselves, take some time, and get yourselves ready and prepare yourselves for the most shocking finale of all time. What are we supposed to do? Like go see a priest? I'm not like, going to go to a therapist. I'm going to take a bunch of sleeping pills right. and just sleep, sleep all week. Sleep through the whole thing. I needed to take a bunch of anti-anxiety medication. Maybe next week. Maybe yeah. honestly. I mean, but this is always such bullshit. Well, and we just that's we didn't just your need, opinion, man. No, that's <laughs> it's, this is not going to be the most dramatic. It looks pretty ever. freaking dramatic. It does look. I guess it's they get away without by being like, well, it's twice the drama of a regular finale. True. So you get that point. And hey, I when a sh- an episode is dramatic, I have proven that I will call it dramatic. I have proven that in the past. So if it is dramatic. I will say so. Is that good? (laughs) I guess so. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. I know I'm not who you wanted to hear from. I know you wanted to hear the ending song, and we'll get to that ending song, I promise you, but it's just been such a dramatic podcast and such a dramatic week. We thought it was fair to us, Ryan and Anna, and to Gabby and Rachel, to just take a minute to process everything that we've heard in the last 50 minutes, everything that we're feeling, everything we've seen this season, and just to prepare ourselves for the emotional finale of this podcast that's coming next week. So go ahead and consult your therapist, your priest, take out some extra life insurance, Hug your loved ones closely because next week is going to be the most dramatic podcast ever. many days did I spend thinking about how you did me wrong, wrong, wrong Lived in the shade you were throwing till all of my sunshine was gone, gone, gone And I couldn't get away from ya In my feelings more than Drake, so yeah Your name on my lips, tongue-tied Free rent living in my mind But then something happened one magical night I forgot that you existed Kill me, but it didn't And it was so nice So peaceful and quiet I, I forgot that you existed It isn't love, it isn't hate, it's just indifference out some popcorn as soon as my rep started going down 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 laughed on the schoolyard as soon as i tripped up and hit the ground 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 and i would have stuck around for ya would have fought the whole town so yeah would have been right there front row even if nobody came to your show but you showed who you are then one magical night i forgot that you existed Kill me, but it didn't And it was so nice So peaceful and quiet I forgot that you existed It isn't love, it isn't hate, it's just indifference Sent me a clear message Taught me some hard lessons I just forget what they were It's all just a blur I forgot that you existed (laughs) And I thought that it would kill me, but it didn't And it 
It isn't hate, it's just indifference. It isn't love, it isn't hate, it's just indifference. So, yeah. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>